Hey, Wilder. Hey, Hollister. Okay, we're going to do Flag Day today. Mm-hmm. And I know I made you watch this. You um, did. I did. <laughs> well, it's funny. It premiered in Cannes, and um, Sean Penn, uh, he directed this film. He directed both his children in this film. Mm-hmm. And Flag Day is the story of... Um, of this woman who wrote a book called Flim Flam Man. Her father was a, a, uh, he went to jail and he was, a, he was a terrible criminal. Mm-hmm. Anyway, she ended up being a journalist. It, it, the, so it's based on the book. Now yeah. get this. Sean Penn gave the book to his daughter, Dylan, when she was 15 mm-hmm. and he had her read it then. And now she's 30 and 15 years later, they both still wanted to do it, so they did it. So that's how that's this a film... lovely story. Yeah, it is a lovely story. And just for clarity, both of the both of his kids that are in this are his children by Robin. Yes. Okay. I could see. Well, you it, can but see I just it. Wanted you can see. Confirm. You know, Rob, <laughs> Dylan has Robin's eyes, and quite often, the one thing you know, uh, there's a bunch of things wrong with the film, and there's a few things that are right with the film, in my opinion, but. Uh, you know, he loves doing close-ups of both his kids. And I think, you know what, do those for your home movies, but it was a little too much for this, you know. Um, yeah, we'll talk about that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but so the film is really about, you know, this young, do- it's, a, it's a love story about a father and a daughter. And the, you know, this young, oh yeah, I think it is. I think she adored her dad and I think he broke her heart a million times. And uh, yeah, I, I, well, I think structure-wise, Yes, structure-wise, the way it's structured, it is a love story. But the most interesting part of it, I think, the most interesting part of this dynamic and this story is actually what happens in the third act between them, and it's like flash and gone. Well, you know, grow on her own. Well, she she is on her own, but all right. But so the the storyline is the storyline is the plot. So here she is. She has this father. She adores. He lets her down over and over and over again. He's a con man. He's a con. Well, worse than a con man. He's really, he's a, he's a, he's a felon. I mean, he, well, you know, he, throughout her childhood, you know, she, she doesn't really understand that her dad isn't on the straight and well, narrow. She turns on her mother because her dad's just more fun, but also he loves her in his own way. He loves her. Yeah. And when he's he not, shows he's up, not a terrible father. Right. When he, well, when he shows up, He's really fun to be with. Okay, I, I, you know, I, I've seen that dynamic over and over again mm-hmm. in divorced families. But here's the thing. Um, so the story is her storyline of does she follow the path of her flawed parents or does she find her own way? There's a pivotal moment. One of the things I think that's really great about this film is the screenplay. Here, now, here's something hmm. which just <laughs> goes into the third act. I think there are pieces of it that are written br- brilliantly. Here's one. So it's just as she's going into the third act, which you think is so important. She says she does a lot of voiceovers with a lot of close-ups of her in pain. It was like too much, Sean, too much. Do them for home movies, honey, but you can't be doing this to all of us. So anyway, and her voiceover says he wanted so badly to make his mark, and in his way he did. He left a trail of failed beings and laundered money and broken hearts. Now my abiding concern was who I would become and whether I myself wanted to matter at all. Okay. That's a really great line to walk into the third act as we watch her deciding who she's going to be. And I think it's a really important storyline, you know, if they had actually delved into it would have been great, but they didn't. 
<laughs> well, in yeah, in your in your humble opinion, they did. In my but, in my humble opinion, yeah, the most yeah. interesting aspect of this movie is her uncoupling herself from her father and recognizing that she can have her own life away from her father and she can make her own choices that don't reflect who her dad is. And the story that's really where I thought we were going because the rest of the movie is about her choosing to be with her dad and being let down several times by her father. Well, not and only they don't go dad, into it. <laughs> well, they I think they do and I think that you can't uncouple until you can see clearly. And so what they unfold in the second act is that she starts to see him clearly. And so when he comes back the third, fourth or fifth time and and you think oh, she's going to let him back in. She's going to let him back in. And she doesn't, 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 finally does. He disappoints her again. You know, I think that you can't, until you see someone clearly, it's very hard to uncouple. And I oh, think I totally they- agree. Yeah, and I think they laid that out quite well, actually. Um, but here's the other thing I think about Dylan. I watched an interview with Dylan, and Dylan has that entitlement of that generation of, I'm really good at what I do without the work meaning I don't think she's put in the work to be a starring role like this. And I think, I think, sorry, finish. Uh, yeah, I think she hasn't put the work in and I think it showed. And I think part of the flaw in the movie was we didn't really get to see what you're asking for, which was the uncoupling moments physically from her, because I don't think she's got the chop shed to do it. But I think she's going to be a great actor. But she's got to oh. be she's got to be a little hump. No, she's got to have some humility and recognize that she needs to do more work. And well, I don't know if it's because her parents built her up too much or whatever it was. You know, the interviews with her, she was like, well, the reason I wanted to do it is because, you know, I had issues with my parents in my teens and I could really relate to Jennifer. And I felt like saying, if you really think that your life mirrors this child's life in any way, then you are so narcissistic, there's no way you can play this role. And that's exactly what ended up happening is that I think the flaw was that Dylan wasn't good enough to do it, but she could be. And Sean Penn is brilliant in it. Brilliant. He's really, really good, if well, you ask me. Sean Penn is a brilliant actor. Oh, my God, isn't he? He is. Yeah. He is. It's tough to take your eyes on him, even in the scenes where they're, like, trying to pass him off I as, know. like, 40, where you're, like, you are very clearly not 40. It doesn't really matter because he's Sean Penn. And you're, yeah. like, uh, yeah, I'm going to watch no, you. He's so, you know, he's do. so raw, you know, but everything yeah. he does in life is raw. But the other thing about him is this is the first time he's directed himself. And oh, what, I didn't know that. That's yeah, it's the first okay. time he's directed. He's directed a bunch of movies. I think he did it for her. Uh, well, I think, I think he did, he did it, it to work she with needs her. A starring yeah. vehicle. She hasn't had one. She wants to be a movie star, and like, well, so not only okay that. I mean, her her arrogance in this interview was just mind-boggling. Well, She's so that. you you said something, and I just want to go back for a second. You said the the um the entitlement of the generation. I don't think it's the generation. I think it's a uh you know a a girl who's born to two famous parents who feels entitled to be an actor well clearly you know once you see this interview it all comes to light like i just you know, you know no she's, offense she's dylan of my generation yeah. so for all millennials out there i'm, I'm gonna put it out there she's that not this a millennial a she's problem. 30 she just turned 30 she's so she's a millennial mm. yes oh yes. really okay yes um, um but i am i am a what they call a geriatric millennial <laughs> Okay, well, there you go. Um, All right, but fun. at any, but like, at any yeah, rate, I don't right. think- She is that, not good enough to carry the movie. She, and the problem is when you said, look, I wanted them to delve deeper, the language delved 
deeper, but every everything was a bunch of close-ups with her talking over it. Well, and you know that's what? You also... couldn't you couldn't see it. She she wasn't playing out her her pain out. I don't know whose fault that is. I suspect that you're right that she's not capable of it, but also Sean's not yet. Style, she could, I think she could be. I don't she, know that she's, she's willing. It, based on what you're saying about her interview, she's not willing to do the work. I have a there, feeling but, she won't. She won't be willing to do, do the work. But I'm going to give her. I, you know, maybe she'll listen to this. And if she does, Dylan, <laughs> you could be a great actor. This the the camera loves you. There are scenes when you know there's a scene where she's just crying in a bathroom where I am there with her. It is wonderful. But there, there are moments when she was okay, but there are moments when you ha- you don't have either enough life experience or you haven't done the homework. But I also wonder if it's maybe Sean, a bit of Sean's directing style. He is an indie director at heart. He loves these like close-ups, out of focus, handheld. If you've seen Into the Wild, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, um, yeah, and yeah. he is, that's his, style as a director and it might be I think it's a combination of the two that she is not yet a good enough actor to be able to carry these these wordless scenes I also I and this is because I do what I do but voiceover is just a crutch right if you can't get across what you're trying to tell the audience no I agree I agree or through the acting of your characters you have failed as a filmmaker. Well, but the other thing that I saw, I saw, I watched a bunch of interviews with the two of them together. He's afraid of her. He's afraid and, of her? Ooh, yeah. go into oh, that. He is. He's, she's got him, you know, it's clear that they've had issues over the years and she's well, got yeah. him where he, he's not going to stand up and, you know, he just isn't. And so for a director to be in that position with their daughter is going to be tough. Now, he did point out that at one point, he said they had a standoff that was two hours long. The mm. set shut down for two hours. And the interviewer said, well, what was the standoff about? And he said whether she would wear mascara or not. And they said, what? And he said, yeah, she didn't want to, she wanted to wear it and I didn't want her to. And then he said she didn't wear it in the scene, meaning I won. But all I could think of is for a first-time lead actress to – stay to the director for two hours. I'm not coming on set unless I can wear mascara. What spoiled well, brat is that? That's not saying to her director, that's saying to daddy. Well, exactly. Wearing... And I think yeah. that was part of the problem. I don't think he really has the uh, kind of relationship. And it's funny because she said she wasn't sure she'd wanted to do it. She wasn't sure how working with her dad would affect her. And I feel like saying like somebody has offered you something better. Like really? Well, that's, that's why. Well, I, wait, yeah. But so, and she said, she, I spoke to my mother and she said the best directing experience she ever had was working with my dad. And so I did it and she's right. It was the best director I've ever worked with. And then I went and looked at her bio and I'm like, well, Yeah. You know, you haven't done that much. (laughs) No, exactly. I mean, her arrogance is never going to work for her. I don't think long term. I just I mean, I will say her father is is known for that. Um, though it was, interesting. Yeah, but he's actually, earned that right. No offense. He, in the he early- has, but he's kind of had that <sighs> reputation for most of his career. Right. Um, what, but maybe long. Before yeah. But the performances was- he's put in Agreed. from day one. Agreed. Are I'm a not, whole nother ball game. Yeah. I'm not saying he doesn't have the right, but he, he, ha- he is known, but I also 
what I really respect about Sean Penn is he he backs it up, right? He has an entire humanitarian side to his career that is very important to him. And the and, passion that he shows on the screen is exactly the same, is matched dollar for dollar with the he passion he shows off the screen. every yeah. moment of this every, movie. And yeah. every moment he's not in it, you're just waiting for him to be on screen again. Well, I think her son has some kahunas. I think he can do it. I, I think mean, he's, he's got some real chop. What? He's barely in the movie, but when he's there, if you watch the performance, and I went back and watched it a couple times because I was looking for a couple of scenes I wanted to talk about. I thought he did an amazing job. So. Well, it's funny because I didn't actually know that it was his father, but I was like, oh, that has to be Sean Penn. Oh, well, I don't know how you couldn't know. They look exactly well, alike. His, he's barely in the movie. Like well, I he's said, also he's, larger than his dad physically. But his, so, face, yeah. his face is his dad's yeah. face. Like, um, now, I, you know, I care about names. Everybody who's listened to Screen Thoughts over the years knows that names really matter to me. And I'm like, Flag Day does not work for me. No. But the film was originally supposed to be Crazy for the Storm. And I thought that I, was a much better title. I like the title of the book. I don't know if they couldn't Flim, use it. Flim Flam Man, yeah. that the was Flim the, Flam Man, I think, is yeah. a, a much more interesting title. Because he, you do fall in love with him. There's, yeah, but, there's pieces but of I the movie where you he, see what she sees. He would never As a come on with that title because the movie is supposed to be focused on her. On her. But that's yeah. the problem is that neither of them have an arc in this yeah. movie. Yeah. And her. Well, it's her, she has an arc. arc. She absolutely does. She has two crises and then she decides where she's going and she saves her day. Um, Kind of. I mean, I think she's supposed to. But I didn't feel that. Did well, I think there that? was a plot. There's a plot arc. There absolutely is. You yeah, know. but did you? But watching the movie, did you feel that? Did you walk away feeling? I think the movie set it up to do that. I don't think she was able to give you what you needed to feel that. Right. Yeah. So yeah. I and his he doesn't have an arc. Right. He doesn't grow. Um. And that's the problem is that he well, never. You know changes. what? You know what was sad though. In the uh, this is how good he is. In the last the last uh last uh Gene? third of the scene yeah, yeah the last third of the movie you thought he'd changed i believed him oh you and you want to believe yeah. it for both yeah. of them you want to believe it um, but you know what anybody who's had trouble with their dad and you're a woman i know my father passed away years ago my father was one tough guy and mm. i found it really helpful and almost purging to watch <laughs> how easy it was for her to fall into his spell and turn on her mother. And, you know, I mean, it, I don't think it's a pattern that's that unusual. And one of the things Sean Penn said about this movie, he said two things. He said he hopes people will go, but he also hopes they'll wear masks. Like, yeah. that's so Sean Penn. Okay, mm -hmm. yes, I want you to go, but please be careful if you do. Like, he's, you know, which I love that he said that. But the second thing he said is, look, when you leave, I want it to have helped you feel better. And I got to tell you, as somebody who never, I don't know if I'll ever really resolve the issues I had with my dad, I was really grateful to have seen it because it did help me. And well, so, yeah, I, I'm, I'm glad that I saw the it's film. And I think that women who, you know, have complex, you know, fathers, and I used to say, may his complex soul rest in peace, <laughs> my dad. And I loved him very much. Yeah. Um, I think it is helpful. I think it's really helpful. And I think Sean Penn makes it helpful more than her. Oh, sure. But yeah. I, it's funny because <clears throat> I, my dad and I are very close. Um, yeah. And we, you know, my father, I um, do. he's, he's a wonderful man and he's, 
He's a very generous man. And there's there in the early moments of the movie when she's young, um, she says something along the lines of like everything that happened that was like fun and entertaining. I thought my father made happen for me. She said, I, I thought he created it for me. That's right. how good the language was. And yeah. it was, it made me, it like caught me for a second because it's, it just embodied. They're like in the middle of a parade that's happening for flag day, which is when his birthday is, which is why it's called flag day. And she thought and that whole celebration was for, was his for him. Yeah. It was for his birthday, but it's, it's that magic of being a child of believing that your parents are superheroes. <laughs> and I identified with that, like, so wholly and like, you know, I'm dealing with my own therapist issues of realizing that, you know, everyone's a human. Um, but it's Pl I, plot spoiler. They're not, they're not right. superhuman. Yeah. But it's, <laughs> it was so beautifully captured and, and like, and it's the seventies, I think. And like, you know, they're in uh there. What's the, it was, um, LBJ's like favorite joke was the, uh, the boat, the car that turns into a boat that you could like, he's got one of those cars, which of course he does because nothing is as it seems in his right, life. Right. Right. And it's, right. It's fireworks and they're laughing and there's music and there's sparklers. And it's just this beautiful magic time where you're a child and you can't, you don't see any of the rest of it. Oh you yeah. It's uh... any of the rest of it. And the rest of it is, is kind of her journey, but like, I, she never, until the, until the very end, she never sees the truth about him. And it makes, it made me sad. The, the movie made me sad, but I think it's also because I just, I wasn't in it with her. I wanted more, far yeah, more And, and that him. is, the, yeah, and the problem was her. Yeah. Although the, I'm telling you, the camera loves her. If she goes back it's and beautiful. does the homework, if they she does the homework, she could get an A. I believe she could. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, well, look, she's got I, it I in her DNA. I mean, look, look at her father, you know. And I think we'll be looking to the son to see what he comes up with next. He's been in a couple yeah. of things, and he's got a bunch of stuff in post-production, I noticed. Mm. So we'll see what well, happens The writers on this are great, too. The Butterworths, yeah. they did Ford yep. versus Ferrari. They're very talented. Um, I, I do think it's a... a it's a fine film. Um, I kind of call it a little bit of a nothing burger. Um, I well, I think I if don't... you again, I think it can be helpful. I think, I think there are people who will get a lot from seeing it, and I was one of them. Okay. And I don't think it's one of the great movies of the year. That's yeah. Sure. I yeah. I think it's skippable. Yeah. Um, it's not something you have to go out of your way to see. Okay, so that's it for us this week. But we hope you have a great week and call your dad. <laughs> Call your dad. Okay, thanks. Bye.